Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hello and welcome to the COB, everything you need to know in the day in business and markets. My name is Kyle Rodham with Danny Akuye. Danny, um, well, it was a nice start. Um, maybe pulled back a little bit throughout the session, I dare say, perhaps. Yes, the CPI indeed. data out of the uh, states, you know, keeping a few people to the sidelines. Indeed, it looks like the ASX 200 has closed up 32 points or half percent. And there we go. SIBO looks uh, a little bit more robust. And it's interesting because that must be in terms of how the different sectors are weighted because a lot of the gains today when I had a quick peek. Tell me if we're gonna. I'm gonna catch the uh, the the three themes thunder. But look, <laughs> at the end of the day, it was really a story about energy and materials. It was, I suppose. Really, it's kind of this uh, noise out of China once again, uh, as far as I can tell. That really seems to be generating some of this excitement. We'll see if speculation. Speculation, indeed. We'll see. If finally, um, it starts to meet uh, expectations or. Well, I guess, um, you know, is met with some bite rather than just bark um, because, well, we've been sort of, um, you know, what's the, what's the saying? Uh, once bitten, twice shy Indeed. when it comes to uh, policy support in, in China. But nevertheless, like you said, it does seem to be that in energy and material space that's um, driving things higher. Absolutely. And uh, healthcare continuing to lag. Information technology had been on a tear yeah. yesterday. It's a little bit softer today. But obviously, you know, a lot of the traders, they're going to position, aren't they, to have mm. neutral books probably going in. I don't know if you call it a neutral book, but they don't want big positions, I yeah. assume, going into tonight's CPI read, which we have been talking lots about, haven't we? We will. And there's every chance that we might be talking about it more in the next 24 hours or so. Mm. Uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. But um, also, some big macro news today. The RBI and Zed uh, met, kept interest rates on hold mm-hmm. for the first time in 12 meetings, which is effectively two years almost yep. when it comes to their... Um, five and a half percent. Um, yep, at five and a half percent. And while markets actually still pricing that there could be a few more to come, but increasingly looking like the job could be close to done there in New Zealand. Well, they're in recession. Well, they are in a technical recession, yeah. 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 So, um, and the, only, the unemployment rates... Stubborn, it's about 3.5% still, but it was as low as 3.1 or something like that. Right. So starting to turn around a little bit, inflation's turning lower as well. So um, being much more aggressive, I guess, mm. Um, mm. some might say it's sort of the leader when it comes to tightening policy across the globe. Yeah, indeed, them in Canada. Yeah, which actually, tonight, Bank of Canada. But okay. anyway, we'll get to that eventually. Uh, another thing was Governor Lowe uh, spoke today. He a did. Lot of, a lot of it was on that uh, review of the central bank. So we've got some colour around um, you know the what how that will look in it from a practical point of view especially from uh, for, for market participants uh, one actually Kit Lowe, of course who we had on the uh, C, uh, the uh, last call a couple of weeks ago yes made a really interesting point on Twitter about well, it's gonna be really hard to judge what futures prices are suggesting that future RBA policy because we actually don't know when half the meetings next year will be what month they'll yes fall in. indeed mm. well, so we know there I we think go. It's February May August and November, if I'm not mistaken, we, we've got the, the, the meeting yeah. settled for. But and then the other ones are still up in the air, are they? Yeah, well, we've got to find at some point in the middle of those uh, meetings, we'll have to whack another one because it'll only be eight and we don't know when they'll be. So, so there was that. 
But there was also obviously the inevitable questions about policy going forward. And it was a little bit of, well, we'll uh, talk to you in August, guys, uh, because we've got some data to look at he before did we make say, any though, decisions. He's deadly serious about getting inflation back to target, which I did tweet, much to the amusement of a lot of people. Yeah, right. This <laughs> reminds me of a, an old vice principal I used to have when I was dragged in front of the office. He'd look at you and Scottish, I'm deadly serious. <laughs> Don't do it again. And be Hopefully like, he didn't. Probably will. He didn't get the... The no, they, well, they didn't hit us back then. They <laughs> could have. That would have probably sorted me out. It would have been good for me. But um, anyway, that's uh, what we've been looking at in terms of the stories of the day. We did um, talk about where the strength was, and that's mm. primarily the miners' energy materials in particular. Um, and you can see there. Um, Fortescue. There you go. Yeah, up 3%. 3% back yeah. about 22 bucks as well. Well, the, the speculators are very much in the iron ore markets at the moment. So, yeah, clearly hoping that uh, when the Pollock Bureau meets, I think it's at the end of July, um, that they are going to come out with something more substantive. Because really, at the moment, the PBOC and everyone, they've been tweaking at the edges, haven't they? It's all been... Mm you know, a little bit of talk, but nothing too substantive. Yeah, the, the, the term that I constantly hear from people on the big picture is, you know, animal spirits. The, the issue is, is that there's such a lack of confidence, especially amongst Chinese consumers and, and businesses that, yeah, it's really um, having trouble. And anything that they do do and they want to be sort of measured in, in their approach is just sort of not spurring those those animal spirits necessarily. So had a good chat actually with Alex Liu today about that and how it cool. can feed into the Australian economy from a macro point of view, of course. But um, I digress. Let's look at the tech stocks because, as you said before, that's where if any weakness were to be found today, it was in tech. A computer share uh, up. Um, Higher rates normally they benefit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, zero on wise tech though, which is always kind of you know good barometers for the whole space. Uh, mixed to negative at best. Yeah. Indeed. Okay, so um, we said before about the sort of the, the low on RBN story. They were probably the news of the day. But um, well, you're at the uh, driver's seat today again for the did. call. We had lots of fun. We, we did. It almost turned into karaoke. <laughs> almost. You'll have to watch it and catch up and uh, see where the little joke was. But the stock of the day was Integrated Research. And uh, we were joined by Henry Jennings and Andrew Vylant. And uh, yeah, let's have a listen and see what they had to say. think there's going to be more need for um, HR services, HR, IT, etc. Um, the PE though is probably still a little demanding at 14, 15 times, even though we had some pretty good um, a good update today. The market is forecasting about a 65% increase in earnings over the next 12 months. So if they can achieve that, then the PE of 14 or 15 times is probably not too demanding. But uh, one swallow a summer does not make. Uh, I'd probably be uh, holding uh, for the time being on this one. So given that we've had a bit of a pop today, and I suspect we'll have a little bit of profit taking, but I, I would imagine that we're going to see some brokers warm to this one. As I say, it hasn't had any announcements. It hasn't had any new information for a long, long time. I think February was the last, the numbers and the last set of real information we had out of the company. So it's good to get a bit of an update. It was a good update. It's obviously kicked. I think it's got potential to go higher as well, but maybe uh, just a bit of consolidation after this move. But uh, they're still talking about cost pressures, uh, but um, those employee-related costs and travel, and uh, those are part of the thing. But I think, you know, this is this is definitely a hold. I agree with Andrew. And if it came back to sort of 40 cents again, I think you would be uh, in pretty good space to be, uh, to be accumulating that one. Okay. 
Okay, so verdict there was that sort of a hold on balance? Yeah, a hold. Yeah, not particularly excited either. Well, I was going to say it's a very ugly chart. It is a very ugly chart. Yeah, yeah. We we didn't have lots of enthusiasm for lots of stocks today. Sadly. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, hence, hence having to make up for it with the the, the music. Of yeah, indeed. Lots yeah, okay. of uh, yeah. Song, well, song uh, alluded well alluded to a lot of songs. We were rather snappy in that direction. It was. It was. Uh, it was highly entertaining, of course. The three of those. Um, watch back that episode if you can. Um, but let's invite our guest, and of course, who joins us at the desk. Will Sign from Macro Capital joins us. Uh, well, great to see you. Um, Thank you. Going to cover across a, a few things today, as, as well as a buy hold sell, which uh, we always love. But just first and foremost, a, a general view on the market. Um, a reasonably positive day, but I don't know, neutral going into that kind of uh, CPI release tonight. Yeah, I think um, investors are kind of cautiously watching to see what the read comes out at. Um, the forecast at the moment is 3.1%, uh, whilst the previous figure was 4%. So I do think if that does come in even in line uh, with expectations, we're likely to get some positive moves. Uh, I think if it comes in with a two in front by chance, I think it'll be very positive. So I think the Fed's probably pleased with how things are going. Um, obviously, still 50% or so above um, the target if it does come in at 3%. Uh, but I think cautiously optimistic at this point in time. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Will you be staying up to watch it? Probably not. Probably um, not. I've got to get my sleep in. Indeed, indeed. Well, let's turn to some of the buy, hold, sell. So Macquarie. Yep, look, they're called the vampire kangaroos uh, overseas. <laughs> it's such an awful name. <laughs> it's a funny it? one. It's a funny one. So to do, obviously, with Goldman's name, the vampire squids. Uh, so very well regarded um, overseas and domestically, uh, largely because of their kind of ruthless, ruthless profit taking, uh, as well as them being notorious for picking up distressed assets and then reconfiguring them into profitable assets and spinning them off. And so it kind of ties into what I was saying the other week about uh, kind of exposure to some alternative assets uh, as well. So they've kind of got exposure to that space uh, inadvertently. Um, look, really high quality company, uh, highest ROE of any investment bank in the world for the last few years. Um, struggle management, uh, they tend to underpromise uh, on their report and then overdeliver. So you tend to get a, a pop on the report uh, as well. Uh, so I think in the in the lead up to the report, we're comfortable to have some exposure. Uh, today as well, it's just recently jumped above the 200 day moving average, mm. which is the kind of insto buy and sell line. Um, so we'd be comfortable looking at a, an allocation to Macquarie as one of our preferred financials names at the moment. Interesting. Okay. Um, looking forward to the next one because it's one that Danny and I have actually been talking about yep. in a variety of capacities over the last few weeks and some of the probably tailwinds that the space has had, which is QBE. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think it's a hold at the moment? I think it's a hold at the moment. Uh, insurance tends to be a little bit more of a defensive sector in a contractionary economic environment, uh, which we do uh, quite like. Uh, they're definitely one of the primary names in the space, really sound management, continually growing their underlying earnings as well. Uh, and with these kind of rate increases, they should be able to uh, increase the their premiums. Uh, so we quite like the company. I think if you're holding it, it's obviously had a pretty significant run. Mm. We'll be looking to hold it for now. Um, the other thing to do with the, the weather pattern, uh, we've obviously had some pretty unfortunate weather for the past few years with um, La Nina. But as we move into a kind of forecasted El Nino, hopefully less flooding and less storms and they have to pay out less ideally as well. Mm. Mm. I don't mean to be a pain in the uh, 
the the La Nina El Nino argument, but I did <laughs> notice that um, there are some dreadful floods going on in the US again, which okay. is really interesting. So I was just kind of, I mean, I was going to tweet it. I'm curious when the analysts are going to start to factor in some pretty extreme mm. weather over in the US at the moment, because clearly that's where they have a lot of exposure. Mm. But nevertheless, let's move on to Medibank Private, which... Gee, they've had they've had yeah. a bit of a rough ride, haven't they? they one way or another. They certainly have. They mm. certainly have. Uh, they obviously had that uh, data breach back in October last year, and they had that pretty significant um, sell-off that you can see uh, on the chart there. Uh, it's regained a, a lot of ground um, over the past uh, nearly year or so. Um, They've uh, APRA's come out and hit them with an additional $250 million they need to um, hold on hand. And so I think that'll affect their ability to pay things like dividends. And I think investors probably do see it as a bit of a dividend paying stock. That said, it's only four odd percent and you can get that in a, in a cash management account at yeah. this point in time. Um, so they're also facing their fourth class action lawsuit from shareholders at this point in time. So they might be liable uh, for damages uh, there. Um, so look, I think it's clawed its way back to the pre-data breach levels at this point in time. Looks like it could be poised for a little bit of downside and a consolidation around that 310, 320 mark. Um, so it's probably not a, a company that we'd be looking to stay in, particularly given it has regained the ground over the past year or so. Will, buy, hold, sell. We always love them. Really appreciate your time as always, Will. Thanks, appreciate it. Capital. Okay, let's get to the leaders and laggards, shall we? And uh, well, uh, looking across the leaders, of course, um, Megaport is uh, up by 6.75% uh, up the top of the market once again. But Inzatech pivot, uh, Capricorn Metals, actually that's turned around over the last few days. It um, has, oh yes. We've got it for a while. That's we did. But Inzatech pivot, apparently mm. uh, there are quite a few buyers for, for Eliza business. Oh. Yeah, I there think that's where the rumours going around. And uh, Woodside clearly going on a run with the stronger energy prices. And Life360, we were chatting about that today as a nice... Uh, well, turnaround to being cash flow positive story. So that was uh, one of the stories today. Have you been chasing those cats around your neighbourhood yet? <laughs> no. No. All right. Well, fine. I'm just just wondering. All the dogs. All the dogs. Yeah. Don't discriminate, of course. Indeed. Um, Laggards, let's have a look at those. Where were they to be found? Helios, Best Money. Any, anything that jumps off uh, to you there? Fairly narrow losses of, across the board, really. Yeah, yeah, no, nothing really. Just a couple of gold stocks in there. AUB, that's actually been a really, really good performer. Mm. Um, so that is the insurance broker. I wrote about that the other day. And right. uh, yeah, one of the favoured stocks, but it has gone up about 58% if my memory serves me correctly for the last year. So no, nothing in particular. Okay, so very piecemeal drop then mm -hmm. if that's the case. Um, let's look at the small cap leaders and laggards now. Get confused. Uh, yeah, well, email payments is in there. That's yep. at least one that tends to, well, divide opinion if nothing oh, else. Oh, jeez. That uh, is just up again by 13.14%. Such a mess, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, well, we're talking about ones with ugly charts, right? I mean, yeah. um, I haven't looked at it for a little while, well, actually, but certainly there was a period where it wasn't so strong. Yeah, the, all the problems over in Ireland. Well, it's almost, not quite, almost doubled off its recent lows of 42 cents. So I wonder what's going on there. Maybe they're yeah, no new news. No new news. Okay, um, we'll move on just to the laggards in the small cap space too. And um, yeah, nothing on, on there that really sort of strikes me as all that remarkable. Tempera. Hastings Tech Met Tools, uh, the biggest laggard, down 14%. Um, just a lot of resource names and, well, just motorcycle. Just uh, I've never heard of that. No, yet. never heard of it either. No, sort of Australia has so many small, small, small caps, micro caps, yeah. which you just never know yeah. about. 
yeah, I mean, whenever you're working for a broker, there's a different name for them. <laughs> it's a rude word. But We're anyway. not going there. We are going, what's on overnight? Well, oh, I wonder, what is it? Ooh, what could it be? US CPI, of course. Yes. That'll be at 10.30 for those who have a slightly later bedtime than most. Or Indeed. if you're staying up to watch the tour of Wimbledon, I don't know if the Ashes are still on or not, but uh, might be. No, there's a break at the moment. Well, We're waiting now for the next test. All right. Well, nevertheless, some sport on. You need some entertainment before uh, before that clicks on. US CPI data tonight. The expectations for 3% or so, give or take Indeed. a percentage point or two. For consensus estimates, headline. Do you uh, think sorry. markets will race with the two handle in the front? Yeah, I'd say so. Mm. Yeah, I think there's. Um, well, I mean, my whole thing is that they're going to go twenty five. Uh, anyway, meeting, yeah. Um, but it's about whether they go that extra twenty five yep, after that, indeed. which is there's still a one in three chance yep. baked into the futures futures market. So if that gets priced out, there's a bit of scope for a, a run higher, as far as I can see. But. Um, Governor Bailey speaks. That'll be interesting because, um, well, we, th- we think our governor has issues, and he does. He's probably not going to have his, uh, you know, um, tenure or um, second term as a, as a governor. But, I mean, the, the press around Governor Bailey is not particularly nice either. No. Their that, economy is oh, not, not, not in a great state. No, it's not in a great state. You know better state. than anyone really, obviously, having some connection there. Yeah, well, no, I haven't spoken to anybody, but you just, you know, you'd need to have your eyes wide shut, wouldn't you, to see the world of pain they're in over there in terms of sticky inflation, uh, labour costs are going up up yet unemployment's going up it's yeah not good and of course the whole brexit thing like you know how much of that has played a role yeah not good yeah almost kind of stagflation light really yeah, in a way. Not or the, heading in that direction back to the um, 70s but uh, <laughs> bank of canada as well like we said right before statement. also um meeting so that'll be at midnight um mm-hmm. tonight um, sometimes a little bit of a um good kind of um parallel to the rba and tomorrow, the day ahead, um, not much, very, very little in terms of Asian trade. Net Wealth Group quarterly report. Right. Though. So if you hold that, that might be something you want to tune into. Funds flows. Funds flows. Well, there, exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll uh, get a bit of a sense there. But uh, macro calendar, a little bit lighter. And not until tomorrow evening will we get some more US labor market data, which could be uh, fairly interesting. Uh, well, let's uh, wrap things up, shall we? And you've shrunk, Alice. What have you had? Sorry. Disappeared. All right. Uh, Have a great evening. Yeah, well, we'll catch you tomorrow. Maybe you can catch up on all the news and interviews on your website and app. Um, Have a lovely night. (laughs)